Welcome to the Red Pot Option Big Pick Energy episode. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. Woo woo. <laughs> what is the woo woo? Big Pick Energy, man. God, if Jeff had just done that woo woo, I would have just died. I would have been dead. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Run Pot Option. Email us runpotoption at gmail.com. We want to hear back from you. We want you to tell your friends about us. If you feel so inclined, uh, we want to grow this community. We are going to get to picks, but the first thing I have to bring up, gentlemen, did you know that there is still a way for the ACC Coastal to end in a seven-way tie? Yes. I'm not surprised. I'm here for it. It's it's maybe I'm 100% here for it. So I'm going to kind of go through these real quick. So for it to happen, Virginia has to lose to UNC and Georgia Tech and beat Virginia Tech. North Carolina has to beat Virginia, lose to Pitt, lose to North Carolina State. Virginia Tech has to beat Wake Forest, beat Georgia Tech, lose to Pitt, lose to Virginia. Pittsburgh has to lose to Georgia Tech, which is going to be a tall task. Beat North Carolina, beat Virginia Tech, lose to BC. Duke has to beat Syracuse, lose to Wake Forest, beat Miami. At least we know they have the Syracuse thing wrapped up. Easy. Miami Miami has to beat Florida State and Louisville, and lose to Duke. And Georgia Tech finally has to win three games. They have to beat Pitt, Virginia, and North Carolina State, but they have to lose to the Hokies. Ooh, I'm exhausted. That was, yeah, that was, I probably shouldn't have done that because I'm out of breath now, but I had a lot of <laughs> I don't know where I am dinner. now. It really, listen, let's just say, if there's a seven-way tie scenario, I don't know what would happen, but if there's a, a more perfect year than this season, I, I can't think of one. I think it comes down to a dance-off, and then Mac Brown's going to win it. I was say, what happens when you have a tie with that many teams? Do you do like a tournament or something? It's a battle royal. They'll probably say, listen, we're going to give it to – it's a seven-way tie. Since Pitt made it last year, we're just going to give it to Narduzzi, and he's going to go to back-to-back <laughs> oh, ACC championship games. Oh, my God. I'm going to go gag myself or something. As, as gross as that is, I do think – even though UNC pulled really close against Clemson, I think Pitt still has the most chaotic energy to beat Clemson in a, in a, in a conference championship game. I don't know, man. I'm sad about this whole conversation right now. Narduzzi's got like the like early 2000s D'Antonio role in like, nobody's business. Ooh, you know what? And, and I'm, I'm glad you actually said that, Jeff, because... Before we get into picks, I was I was going to go straight into picks, but you brought up Narduzzi and uh, D'Antonio. Did you see Bill Connolly's explanation potentially for Michigan State's offense? Yeah, so his reasoning was they built a perfect defense, right, to stop offenses, and now they don't know how to run an offense. Right. The, 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 his theory was they've built the perfect defense to – stop the typical college football offense and because they've done such he's now seen all the weaknesses in that offense and he can't bring himself to run it wow (laughs) that's what an insane person says it's like it's like when you work at a fast food restaurant and you see how the food's prepared and then you stop eating at that fast food restaurant like you'll still work there but you know what's in the secret sauce and you can't you can't manage it I think that's the theory right now, and honestly, it makes more sense than anything else, which surely he doesn't think he's doing a good job. But it doesn't make sense, because that means that you think that everybody else is running the perfect defense that is going to stop your offense. <laughs> like, 
No, I think, I think, you know what? I'll even go further. I think he thinks, hey, I'm running a non-normal college football offense. And as such, people will only see this kind of offense every once in a while and won't know how to prepare for it, which has been proven wrong now for like a year and a half. But still, I think he thinks this. <laughs> well, yes, it's, a, it's, 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 it's an unconventional offense because it's not good. <laughs> There's conventionally nothing good about it at all. <laughs> I've seen better. Jeff, any Big Ten insight here? No, D'Antonio's lost all credibility with me. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw after the game, after their loss to Penn State, he said something along the lines of, you know, everybody's acting like it's bad, but we're 4-4. Four and four. We could, We're not 2-7 and seven or something. He basically... Embrace the up, mediocrity. Yeah, Get but fucked. Are you serious? He, he said we're four and four, not two and seven. Like those are the same number of games. I don't know where he got <laughs> nine games from versus eight. But good on, yeah, good on him. He beat uh, Tulsa, Western Michigan, Northwestern, and Indiana's good. So I'm not going to say anything there. He's counting his win in the uh, in the scrim the spring scrimmage um, as a as a non as a non factor. If he had lost his scrimmage against his own team. It would have been a loss in, in, in that column. <laughs> yeah, the fact that in his losses they're they're scoring seven points, ten points, zero points, and seven points means nothing. Yeah. No. They they had gone ten quarters without scoring a touchdown, so that tells you all you need to know about their <laughs> offense. It's because he's given up on offense in general. Because it's it can all be stopped. There's so many flaws, so we're just gonna kneel. <laughs> Every time he's looking at the play call sheet and he goes, "Oh, that won't work. I know exactly how to beat that." And they'll just like <laughs> he just asks Madden. <laughs> he hands the ball up the middle twice and then quick kicks every yeah, time. Iso, iso, uh, quick slants and then a punt. Fullback dive, fullback dive. Jeff, in case the game ever comes back out, when you play Kyle online in NCAA football, know this: if it's a critical third down and it's five yards, he's throwing a quick slant, <laughs> almost no oh, matter what. Oh, uh, there, there are going to be four guys slanting everywhere. It used to be ridiculous. Yeah, it was just a slants on slants, and all I used to do was I'd call like a cover two, and I'd have my defensive ends. Yeah, I would. I would cover. I would pull both my defensive ends. I'd have one running a hook zone, one running a quarterback spy, and then my middle linebacker blitzing just to bite, just to try to bait him into the throw. And then my defensive end would make some kind of like second pick of the game, and you could just hear Kyle across the line. Man, he gets so frustrated. Hey, at least I'm not Kevin and. Turning Chris Rainey, Rainey into the best fullback in the nation. Oh yeah, the fullback pass was uh, was just absolutely cheesed out of this world and, by a friend of ours, Kevin. And and he would just move his second running back, his fastest running back, into that fullback position, and then just run that. Yeah, it was Chris Rainey. At it was Chris Rainey. He was playing in Florida. Ah, dumb. Let's get to the games. We oh. have. Ver- <laughs> Virginia Tech at Notre Dame. Notre Dame are 17.5-point favorites. Uh, Virginia Tech comes off a bye. They've had three straight wins since they've kind of changed how their offense looks, and they look a little bit revitalized. What do we think, guys? Well, I think that my picks from last week that nobody heard are uh, really You went 3-9. and nine. You went 3-9. Really bad. I, I wasn't going to mention it because like no. the audio didn't get released. But you did go three and nine. I went Bring five and seven, and Jeff went six and six. So what might not have been covered was the fact that in week eight, so two weeks ago, we all crushed it. 
I went eight and four, Kai went eight and four, Jeff went eleven and one, and we followed it up with absolutely the collective <laughs> podcast's worst worst outing. I mean uh, I'm glad I'm glad the audio got deleted. Once again, I don't know what's up, I don't know what's down. Um Fuck it. I'm gonna say Virginia Tech covers just because I don't know I don't know about Notre Dame really. They just got beat by Michigan. They got they got handed their ass by Michigan. And yeah. man, I don't know. Yeah, give me Virginia Tech to cover. Other than that, all bets are off. Jeff, who do you have? <laughs> See, I'm I'm really conflicted because Notre Dame is three and one against the spread at home. Virginia Tech is dreadful spread. against the spread. But after watching what happened last week, I can't believe the spread is what it is on this game. So I'm with Kyle. I'm taking Virginia Tech. Let's let's say I do wish that weather forecasting was accurate from a week out. Because I'd like to know if it was raining. Because if it was raining, I would take Virginia Tech to cover all day. But if it's not, I think Notre Dame might... might uh, really beat them down because again i don't think virginia tech's very good on the road yeah so i'm gonna actually go notre dame ah, no you know what virginia tech 17 and a half points is too much man. <laughs> well i don't like this narrative now that notre dame is like the wicked witch of the west and they can't handle rain can't. michigan had to do the same damn thing oh michigan proved that you should be able to do it and all that game proved was that brian kelly does not know how to adjust for it no. so he's a wicked witch of the west and he's melting Yes, he, he melted on the sidelines. <laughs> I don't know if you saw him in a puddle. <laughs> yeah, it's just a red nose. That they, had to, they had to brush him off the field at the end of the game. We have Georgia at Florida. Whew. Georgia are four-point favorites. Wow. Give me Georgia. Uh, give me Georgia to do that. I still don't totally trust Florida. Um, yeah, they beat up on, what, South Carolina last week, and that's fine. It's South Carolina. Tennessee beat them this past week. so Yeah, Florida beat them two weeks ago, and they didn't look great in that first half. I don't have any faith in Georgia. I think Georgia's realizing what they are, and this is basically going to be the SEC West representative, whoever wins this game. East. Did I say West? Yes. I'm all fucked up, guys. I'm sorry. I got Florida covering. (laughs) I'm going Florida, too. I'm not impressed with Georgia this year. Kyle Trask, baby. I don't trust anything with my name in it, so. Understandable. Although it's never (laughs) going to be spelled the same. We have Kansas State. This game, honestly, this game I'm extremely excited about. Kansas State at Kansas. Kansas State are six-point favorites. I think this game is going to get freaking crazy. And... Kansas has lost two straight now. I'm sorry, no. They've won and lost the last two, but they've been within a score. So I'm going to get Kansas State. I'm going to get Kansas State to cover. I'm going to say by a touchdown, but I think this game is going to be really fun. I think Kansas is going to cover this. And it's going to be an insane day in Lawrence. The mad and the Mad Hatter is going to pull Bill Snyder down from the stands. <laughs> Kansas is all just like <laughs> <fun. laughs> punch him in the face it's gonna turn into something stupid they showed him during the game and bill snyder looks uh he looks rough man 
50 million years old. He's been coaching since the turn, turn of the 1900s. Yeah, actually, people don't know that the CFB 150 is because it's his 150th birthday. <laughs> it's actually yeah. celebrating Bill Snyder. They give him a cake every day of the season. <laughs> just, try, they're trying to kill him. They just can't. <laughs> they're doing everything they can. They're trying to give him diabetes at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to go with Kansas State, too. I think they uh, will do enough on the ground. and I mean, they're going to shred Kansas' defense. So I'm, I'll be interested after what Kansas State gave up to Jalen Hurts because Kansas is – gonna they have a good offense it'll be it'll, i think it's gonna be really fun uh what's gonna be ugly and maybe fun is miami at florida state florida state are five and a half point favorites no oh, they're getting buoyed by that syracuse win very interesting <laughs> added two points to the spread we have uh, a quarterback controversy they put jaron williams back in after they pulled nikosi they're not totally sure who's going to be the starter but they will tell you this there's no way in hell that it's going to be Tate Martell. They just do not. I don't know what he did or who he like. Just he must have hit someone's family member with a car. He is never going to play quarterback for Miami. It's baffling. That's <laughs> funny to me. Um, I'm going to go Florida State honestly to cover. I have no real reason. I've got Miami, and I don't have a real reason either. I think it's going to be a stupid game for stupid people. I got your reason here. So Miami has lost two games where it's favored and it's outgained the opponents. And they've won two games where they have been outgained and the underdog. So we're taking Miami. I'm not sure if those stats make sense. You might have to read them back, but I we're just gonna combined go on two stats that's together. A, that sounds good. like Scott Steiner's math. <laughs> it really does. It's a you Scott know, Scott Steiner's Steiner a Michigan grad, right? That's right. Oh my goodness! That, that explains it, it so, so much. much. <laughs> oh yes. Maybe he should take over for Harbaugh. He's just a hater. You know, Rick Steiner is like a mayor up there now. <laughs> yeah. Great. Is he still wearing his head his headpiece? <laughs> you know what he is for some promo pictures. He absolutely is wonderful. Good for him. Tulsa at Tulane. Tulane are ten point favorites. I don't know what to do with Tulsa, man. Tulsa is the best, worst team in America. They just can't seem to finish the game, but they've given every good team they've played fits, really. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Tulane to cover because I think that Tulsa's strength is their pass defense. I'm kind of riding that green wave. See what I did there? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me Tulane. I could have made a way worse joke. Roll damn wave is what I gotta say. If I was going the other way, I could have made a way worse joke. I'm keeping. I'm going with Tulane too. Uh, I think the uh, flood walls will stay up this time. Well, God, it's you know what? I'm glad the audio we lost the last announced. week. We lost the audio last week, and, and we're gonna go it's ahead and just time. Yep. Uh, and I want to note real quick. Actually, we'll get to that game, and it will explain a little bit on our audio. But quick question, what came first, the Golden Hurricane or the Green Wave? Ooh. Dude, you're leaning me into something bad right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Let's just move on. <laughs> the Utah Utes go to Washington to face the Huskies, and Utah are three-point favorites. Utah's allowing 10 
0.25 points per game, and Washington has a seventh-ranked SP plus offense. You said seventh-ranked? Yes. No way, Washington. Yeah, I did. A, wow. I did a triple take on it. That's because wow. they're playing the Pac-12. Give me Utah. <laughs> give, me, give me Utah. Doubling down. We've been such a pro Pac-12 podcast in general, and he just can just absolutely just take the shit on the Pac-12. <laughs> yep. So, oh man. Yeah, this is a tough one for me. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to pick Washington to cover. I mean, Washington beat Utah twice last year, so give me Utah. Yeah, it's not last year. Yeah, that's right. SMU, for game day, travels to Memphis. This is the big one. Has it been confirmed? Yes. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Now you're making me question myself. No, this is the big game of the week. Yeah, it's 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 game day. Uh, let me just make Unless sure. Unless you want to go Georgia, Florida. Yep. Uh, hey, Memphis, the wait is over. We're coming to your city. Oh yeah, college this, game day. Yeah, this is getting game day. This is the big game of the week. Yeah. So, uh, here's what I got on it. Okay. So SMU is going to benefit, I think, from having that Thursday game against Houston, if only because they're going to have a few more days to prepare. They will likely be missing their best receiving target, and he's also the receiving target that is critical to their big play offense, uh, and that's Reggie Robertson Jr. So without him, they've got a young core, a young core freshman below him that can maybe spell it, but I don't think that they can stop Brady White and Kenneth Gainwell. So for three and a half points, I'm going to take Memphis to cover. Give me SMU to cover. Ooh. God, Kyle, if you were better at picking games, I'd feel excited for that. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess I shouldn't mention my pick because I'm all aboard of the SMU train, too. Oh, I think, no. I think they win by a touchdown. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll say this. I, I had SMU covering um, – God, what game was it? I had them – whatever it was, I, ha- I didn't have them covering. Y'all did, and they ended up covering. Oh, the so Houston hopefully. game. Was it the Houston game? No, we all picked SMU to cover, and uh, – that was a bad decision. That was one of many bad decisions we had. Uh, give me SMU. I'm doubling down again. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking twice. It counts as double or nothing. If you want to, you know what, Kyle? Do you want to lock it? And if it's correct, you get two points. But if it's wrong, no, you get I don't, negative. I don't okay. Want your penny. I don't want your penny. <laughs> Oregon. I don't trust myself. <laughs> Oregon at Southern Cal. Oregon are five point favorites. USC hasn't lost a home game this year. Slovis, in particular, has been really, really great at home, and he's also been great in the fourth quarter. And Oregon's been kind of gone to the wire with Washington State last week. We talked about it just briefly in our review show. So if you haven't heard that, go listen. But um, <clears throat> I've got USC I, to cover. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think that Oregon wins. I think that USC covers, though. I think it's like a three-point game. So this is the first time they've played in the regular season since 2016. I did not know that. Uh, I'm gonna has go it with, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, man. We're picking a lot of road teams. Uh, I'm going for Oregon too. And by Oregon too, Oregon as well. But also, you're the only one on Oregon. Yeah. So and I don't know of, if you're talking about the voices in your head. Of note, I'm doubling <laughs> down, note, Kyle. And in, in what kind of year it is, every Big 12 favorite lost last week. So the road home thing, it just doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. Jeez. 
North Carolina State at Wake Forest. Wake are eight and a half point favorites. I've got Wake covering with ease. Yeah, NC State had a hard time scoring against Syracuse, and Syracuse is bad. Um, yeah, give me Wake to cover. Ugh. I don't know how much I like doing that, but yeah, give me Wake. See, this is weird because Wake Forest has had a ton of close games. I just feel like they're not, I mean, they're not that good. But, but they're won. fast. And NC State gets absolutely hammered by fast. Yeah. I did not realize Wake is 6-1. and one. I'm going with Wake. Yeah, they were they were strong 6-0, and oh, and then they lost, and I think they had a bye week after this. So it's, it's really, they've been cooled off on in terms of, and they're still, it's a race for second place for them, I think, still. Mm-hmm. They do have Clemson coming up soon, I think, though. That'll be fun. Rutgers at Illinois. Illinois are 20-point favorites. That's a terrible line. Give me Rutgers to cover. They just put up 41. I think it was 48. Doesn't matter. They put Either, up more yeah. than 40. Illinois also won a game in which their quarterback, I don't think, threw for 50 yards. Nope. They're going to ride their running game, but, I mean, they've, yeah, they they beat Purdue by 18, and Purdue is dreadful, so I'm, I'm with Kyle. I'm taking Rutgers. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, We're all so aboard. I'm, I'm going to go. The way we go, fellas. <laughs> no, no. I don't want Get on to the go freeze there. train, brother. We're on so the John Moorhead Express. I've got Illinois covering because Illinois has lived and died by forcing turnovers and turning them into points. And Rutgers will have turnovers, and I feel confident that Illinois will get points from them. Definitely 20 more. Definitely 20 over what Rutgers is going to score. Sorry, running out of breath here. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty. We have the two games that y'all don't know about. These are our surprise games. We have the University of Alabama, Birmingham at Tennessee. Tennessee are 10.5 point favorites. Tennessee just came off a thumping of South Carolina. UAB is 6 and 1 with the best scoring defense in Conference USA. Jeff, you go first. <laughs> I think I think Guarantano's back, if that helps decide anything at quarterback. No, no he's not. That, that doesn't help anything. Is he out again? Yeah. So he's back. No, it doesn't matter either way. I'm going to slowly change my pick to UAB then. It's the most dead air we've had all show. Jeff, this, this go. Game. Jeff, go. Jeff, pick. Uh, we're going to take UAB. Going out on a limb here. Does Kyle pick his alma mater? Oh, against my better judgment, I am. Let's oh, go, Tennessee. No. Let's go Vols. All right, we have Colorado. Dreadful Colorado. At resurgent UCLA. UCLA are five and a half point favorites. Give me UCLA. Five and a half? Yeah, give me UCLA. Montez was really good for Colorado against USC, at least for the first three quarters. But you also said dreadful Colorado. Yeah, I mean, they're call- their defense is awful. I should have said exactly. defense. Their offense is so-so and mm-hmm. hot and cold, but their defense is regularly bad. Give me UCLA. UCLA. Yep. Yeah, we're all in agreement there. All right, UCLA, that's for everybody. Excellent, fellas. Uh, so we're going to have a pretty great week 10. 
That sounds confident. Yeah, no, I mean, there's so it's weird because this past <laughs> weekend I was really excited for a lot of games. And as I was making the picks or making the games for the picks, I wasn't as much for this week. But now that I'm kind of looking at it again, I think that Georgia-Florida is going to be watch football. Kansas State-Kansas is going to be must-watch football. I think that the American Conference and the Pac-12 conferences this week in particular are going to be a lot of fun to watch and kind of keep scores. Uh, and I guess go Mustangs. Y'all want to say bye? No, I don't want to, but I will. Bye. You know, I just want uh, Kyle to know that Syracuse has some help on the way. Uh, they do have two offensive linemen in their recruiting class this year, so things are going to be better, Kyle. Good. Freshman, be that'll help. It, it, hey, no. One of our freshmen played their best. They put him in against Florida State, and he actually played well. So that's a thing. Ugh. Yay. Jeff, you can still say bye. Bye, everyone.